On this installment of Adapted to AT, we are going to talk about survivorship bias. Uh, this came out of a book called The Data Detective by Tim Harford. Uh, he is a author and also runs a um, podcast called Cautionary Tales. Uh, so there's a lot of really good takeaways from that. But uh, this came from the book, which we'll link up in the show notes. And I want you to want to read just what I kind of took from it, and then we'll dive right in. And so where it came from was talking about looking at and doing a analysis on planes that came back in a war and where most of the bullet holes were. And so obviously they could only look at the planes that came back instead of the planes that went down. So the question was, what about the planes that were shot down? Rarely see the damage to the engine or fuel tanks in planes that survive. That might be because those areas are rarely hit or it might be that the, whenever those areas are hit, that plane is doomed. If we only look at the surviving planes falling prey to the survivorship bias, we'll completely misunderstand where the real vulnerabilities are. So really just looking at the planes that came back and reinforcing those areas where those bullet holes are may not actually be solving any problems because those planes did come back. And so really if we're only looking at the surviving and thriving examples, we could fall prey to the survivorship bias in our own practice uh, and implementation of different programs and ideas and we could be completely misunderstanding where some true vulnerabilities or issues or even opportunities are and so starting off we've got to learn from what doesn't work when something goes wrong or fails uh, we have to get a fool and admit any fault that we can in order to be able to to learn. That can be extremely uncomfortable to do, but it is necessary to continue to grow and really figure out what might be going on and what areas that you could improve in. This takes humility, um, but this is where growth and development occurs. As much as it is great to learn from the wins, we have to know that we have to take from what didn't work and then adapt that to different situations. We also have to take a look at it that wins in one area may not transfer to the other and that could be in different domains of your work or that could be just from different settings and situations from work to work. Uh, for different people. So just because one thing works at one institution doesn't mean it's going to work at another. And we don't know exactly why those things are, but we have to stop just looking at only the successes, but being aware of what might not might have failed at one place, using that as a cautionary tale to then figure out how we can put it together in that other place and apply it to that specific situation. If something solved everything, we would always be doing that. And so that ties into some of the patient care and a little bit of what we talked about with theory-induced blindness is that having go-tos are great. Having structured principles and care and how you want to address things is awesome and good to go, but we got to have flexibility because not everything works for every single patient. And that comes back to the evidence-based continuum or the evidence-based tripod or other ways to describe it where you're looking at best available evidence, or practitioner experience slash expertise, and patients' beliefs and what the outcomes that they uh, see there with their personal preferences. And so knowing and having a large 
tool set to be able to address those things that may still fall within your much larger structured principles of what you want to do but having that ability to be flexible and adapt can be extremely powerful and something that we need to take in and figure out what works for a different person and not just go to one specific thing because it happened to work for one particular patient everything can present the same all the imaging can be alike and yet the intervention may not solve it and we have to be flexible to that because everything is too complex of a system for it to be just that simple nothing wrong with starting off with the simple and then working to more complex but it is noteworthy that we have to know that complexity is there and be willing to address it uh, advocacy within the AT profession starting with what has worked in the past is great but nothing remains the same. I think everybody can agree to that. And with that, I, my topic of data. Data is fantastic, and with some administrators and supervisors, it is exactly what you need. They could be very numbers-focused. It's all about that business-minded and showing the numbers of what you're doing in terms of contacts, patient hours, things that you're saving patients because you're doing it in-house can be really powerful. All of that depending on the situation but that doesn't always work and while data is important that can't always be the only thing and what drives it being able to connect and tell that story there have been a couple really big cases about people that have suffered cardiac events NFL most recently high profile in the NCAA and while those are unfortunate and while well, unfortunate that everybody survived everything worked out as it should that still may not be enough to connect with people. And while we never want these episodes to occur, it may be worth trying to find local examples, things that hit closer to home to help build that story and why this should never happen in your area, your school district, whatever it may be, your university. So we got to look at why certain types of advocacy might have limitations and adjust our approach to what is going on. That requires understanding who you're reporting to, what makes them tick, seeing what's worked in the past, but also what's failed in the past. If you've taken things there before and it hasn't gone, why didn't it go? Don't just look at the successes and think that these big jumps are going to make it. And I think that is something we have to look at on a larger case for our profession is we've made great strides that's not to say we don't continue with what we're doing but if we aren't able to be flexible and nimble to adjust and adapt we may not take that next jump and we have to look at uh, why things failed and learn from that more so uh, than anything of just repeating the same thing for the sake of repeating so kind of in summary we can't only look at the successes to understand a situation. We have to look at the failures and understand why they failed. That is where a lot of the information is. We've got to make sure that we don't overlook that. Those scenarios, both personally and outside of it, don't always get reported. They don't get the same publicity, but they are essential to be better to understand how to improve. Uh, most people remember their wins. Uh, you talk about that all the time. Um, even with successful athletes, those are the ones that people know, but they don't always remember the failures. Or if they do, they don't publicize them as much. I can't think 
I can think of a lot of failures in my career, but there's been more than I can count that I don't remember, but hopefully that's because I learned from them, applied it into changing some things. Hopefully that is now coming up as a win, and we can then go and build on that to create more wins in the future. Failures are going to happen. That is part of it and part of the world, but not learning from them and growing and getting better is a bigger failure than just having one because it just didn't work out. And so that is kind of what survivorship uh, bias is, uh, something to pay attention to. Again, this came from the Data Detective uh, by Tim Hartford that will be linked up. Uh, we hope you're enjoying these Adapted AT. We'll keep these coming out as we go through. I appreciate everybody listening. If you want to be on the AT Chat podcast, we want to hear your story. Just shoot us a message on any social media platform or through our website. We have a little um, I'm interested uh, survey that you can do there. Uh, we want to hear your story. The episode is yours to share what you want to share. We just ask those same questions at the end. But we appreciate you checking out this one, and we'll catch you at the next episode.